Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, bringing help and encouragement to those dealing with real-life issues. To learn more, visit ConqueringSeedsOfDestruction.com. Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, and my name is Maureen Y-Smith. Now today, I am going to finish up where I left off on with the root of fear. So let's go ahead and get started. Now, I have been talking about how you can allow things that you may not have accomplished or maybe succeeded in your life to cause you to start to have a fearful mindset, and it may prevent you even from trying again. Now, God doesn't want you to stay in that mindset to where you are afraid to give things another chance. He wants you to keep trying just like he keeps giving you another chance over and over again. Now, please don't allow yourself to stay stuck in that type of mentality. Believe in yourself, just as God believes in you. He wants you to keep reaching higher because he's called you to a higher place. Now, Philippians chapter 3, verses 12 through 14 says, Not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. And again, that comes from Philippians chapter 3, verses 12 through 14. So basically, I need you to just really keep pressing on and realize that God has a higher calling for your life. Please don't get discouraged when things don't happen for you at that particular time that you want them to. Then yes, Feel what you need to feel, but just don't try to stay in it. Dust yourself off, learn what you need to learn, and allow yourself to try to do better the next time. So now, let's go ahead and go into a different direction now with relationships. Now, maybe you have been out of a relationship for years and you are lonely and you just miss the companionship. Now, because of this loneliness and the fear also maybe that has developed in starting something new, it can actually cause you to put up with situations to where you don't screen out things or people the way you need to. So for instance, some people tend to settle into relationships out of fear of being alone. So they put up with minimal best instead of God's best. They settle for someone being charming to them instead of someone really being respectful and compatible to them. They even settle for the day-to-day routine and habit of a relationship instead of someone that challenges them or helps them to grow. They even settle for having someone in their life instead of having no one at all. So at all times, Don't settle in relationships. Value who you are and all that you have to offer. You shouldn't allow yourself to put up with things or even deal with people who don't show care, respect, 
and a genuine sense of friendship and maybe even love to you. Hebrews chapter 10 verses 35 through 36 says, So do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. You need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. So turn off the negative voices from the enemy that keep you in fear and loneliness. If God created and sees you to be more than that, you need to also see it and believe it for yourself. And to even take it further, some people put more pressure on themselves, especially during like certain holidays and certain seasons. Some people will want to be in a relationship with someone, maybe during that time of the year, so that they won't feel rejected or alone. Now, let me say this. Please don't allow a time of the year or a particular date, like a holiday, to cause you to have more anxiety than what you need. Please just don't allow certain days of the year to cause possible months and years of disappointment and regret because of a choice that wasn't thought through. Yes, I recognize the holidays may create some loneliness, but be glad that each day with God brings new grace and mercies. Embracing that and you will see that your feelings with the holidays will end up with you saying, this too shall pass. Now, on another note, sometimes when you are living in fear, you ignore any type of discipline or maybe even instruction to come your way. Because you choose not to listen to anyone, you will present yourself with a level of confidence while actually covering up your unstable characteristics that may be underneath. If you are that type of person that can't follow any type of direction or leadership, if you can't accept responsibility for your actions, and if you can't handle or appreciate accountability, then you will always be trying to figure it out as the enemy fills you with confusion. The more fear that you have, the more it separates you from God and your life can just spiral downward. Now, at some point, try to break the routine so that you won't keep carrying it with you. If you accept the instruction and discipline that comes your way and you allow God to actually develop and mature you in his will for your life, you will develop into that confidence that you really are seeking after. And you allow the root of fear that has tried to control you to actually be removed from your life. So now let's go ahead and look at our example to see how King Saul continued to handle things. So I'm going to be sharing with you from 1 Samuel chapter 18 verses 12 through 15. And it says, And Saul was afraid of David because the Lord was with him and was departed from Saul. Therefore Saul removed him from him and made him his captain over a thousand. And he went out and came in before the people. And David behaved himself wisely in all his ways, and the Lord was with him. Therefore, when Saul saw that he behaved himself very wisely, he was afraid of him. And let me also add another scripture to add further down. And it's actually coming from 1 Samuel 
chapter 18, verses 28 through 29. And it says, And Saul saw and knew that the Lord was with David, and that Micah, Saul's daughter, loved him. And Saul was yet the more afraid of David. And Saul became David's enemy continually. Now, as Saul saw that the Lord was with David, Israel's new king-to-be now, Saul became afraid of him and later started despising David. He kept more focused on what David was doing instead of what God wanted him to do, which is why the Lord actually took his hand off of King Saul. Saul just continued to remain disobedient. Now, in looking at this, you must find a way to not allow the enemy to keep you in this route. Remember, God didn't give it to you, so you must find a way to stop listening to the voice of the enemy. You must trust God completely and just believe in yourself and think differently than what the enemy is trying to get you to think about, because that's what his goal is. Now, on page 131, if you're actually following along in the book, there's a poem that was written by Marianne Williamson, and it's from her book, A Return to Love, that I think is even important to just share with you. Many of you probably have heard of this particular poem, but I just think it's just a powerful poem when you're dealing with fear. And so it says, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your plain small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine, as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we're liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. And so again, like I said, that's in my book on page 131 if you want to uh, continue to review that. I just think this particular poem is just such a powerful poem just because it gives you some confidence and that assurance when you are experiencing fear. You must actually just look at yourself in the mirror and, you know, and just believe that you have no reason to fear anything. And please don't allow others to create fear into you. And definitely don't allow the enemy to make you feel less of yourself. Trust in yourself and trust in God that he created you in love. Now, 1 John chapter 4, verse 18 says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear. Because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. And again, that's 1 John chapter 4, verse 18. So please just kind of recognize that there's no place for fear to exist in you. If you are especially in God's love. Believe, trust, and embrace God's love. 
Now, many times, loneliness and fear operate together to kind of cause a more destructive pattern in your life. The enemy likes to convince you of things that are totally opposite of God. The isolation that you have in loneliness and the fear that develops from worry and anxiety and even just being afraid can cause such an attack on your identity that you just don't want to climb out of it. If you stay in it for too long, it may get to a point that it becomes just comfortable and that's all that you know. Your identity should not be defined in that way. You are bigger, better, and definitely loved by God and you're loved by others. So just don't allow that to happen to yourself. Break free from that type of mentality. Psalm 23, 4 says, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Now, I know we recite that particular scripture all the time from Psalm 23, but sometimes it really takes for you to just really stop and meditate on that particular scripture and really listen to what God is saying in it. Now, do you really believe God in his word? I know sometimes he can be silent and maybe you may even feel that he's silent right now, but you just have to continue to keep seeking him and being guided by him. Whether you're having that quality time with him right now or not, just try to make sure that you're still always praising and worshiping him in all things. Now, as I come to a close, I want to remind you or just want you to think about this particular scripture. And it's Hebrews chapter 13, verse 6 that says, So we can confidently say, The Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? So just kind of hold on and make sure that you are trusting in God to guide you along the way. Now, tomorrow, I'm going to actually discuss a new route that the enemy plants into you. So please come back and see how things unfold and what God will do in our lives as we are conquering the seeds of destruction. Take care and stay safe, everyone. Bye-bye. Public author and speaker Maureen Y. Smith brings help and encouragement to deal with real life issues, giving you permission to live the life of abundance that God wants you to live, allowing peace, joy, and freedom to reign in your life. To book Maureen at your next event or small group, email conqueringseedsofdestruction at gmail.com. And to follow Maureen along in this radio journey, purchase your discounted copy of Conquering the Seeds of Destruction book and workbook at conqueringseedsofdestruction.com. That's conqueringseedsofdestruction.com.